I'm glad you don't have syphilis anymore. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have syphilis anymore either. <laughs> I hear it eats your brain. It does. <laughs> Syphilitic insanity, but it takes like 15 years. Yeah, like, that's so yeah. genius. Yeah, before I found out I could just get it treated for free at the health department. Um, yeah, I was like, how long can I have syphilis on Google? <laughs> like, how long till it kills me? And so I'm sitting in this waiting area and this lady was like, honey, that rash... It's syphilis. And I was like... She knew right away. Yeah, I she's like... No, it was just not even a doctor. It was just, a, like, a person in the waiting room. Yeah. <laughs> <It was just laughs> like... She's been around the block. And so, right? And so... Um, I didn't... I mean, I, I was like, no, it's fucking syphilis. Like, who has syphilis? And, um... Well, me has syphilis, because, bitch, I went in that office, and, um... Miss Miss Cherie is asking me to tell her like all my symptoms and whatnot, and I'm like, you know, I thought it was this, I thought it was that. I at that point I had come to the conclusion that I was getting a full body rash from overusing acetaminophen, um, because I had had the flu and like on top of that having syphilis, like my body hurt, and so I like, um, yeah, I went in there and I told her all that shit and after I told her the bullshit about the acetaminophen she stops and she looks me dead in the eye she's like sweetie that's syphilis <laughs> and uh I got sweetie that's syphilis did um twice And I was, um, how do they say it in this country? Really fucking gay? Speaking of really fucking gay, let's talk about what we're drinking today. I, um, took it upon myself, and I have to take full responsibility for this, um, to use the strawberries that were in need of being used, um, to make some infused water that I then put inside of the soda stream that I took from my mom's house. I'm not sure she knows about. And then I made seltzer water that was infused and added vodka. And so, um, Lord, Mr. Madam, um, whoever it may be, Claw, please don't sue me, but I did make homemade White Claw. And for those of you who want to put it on Pinterest, um, it's my idea, so you can go fuck yourself. Thank you. That was a sponsored post. <laughs> this is Baggage Claim, which is a safe haven to speak your truth not nobody else's. And today we have Zozobra. Is that how it's pronounced? It's pronounced Zozobra. Zozobra. Yeah, you worked. You tried. You did stuff. I did. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's all <laughs> we can ever do, you know? Uh, so anyway, so you're a musician and you've put out a lot of fucking songs. I'm thinking about it. In like the past year. Yeah. So talk to us some about your process. Oh God. this creative firestorm. Is there a process though? Um, well, I guess... To really gauge it, you have to go way back 
So I'm about to talk for a long time. Sorry. Do it. Okay. Um, I was like 14 when I seriously started getting into shit. And at that point I had like a real process and it was country music in Austin, Texas. And uh, I was also really into like acoustic Americana and like indie music because I was in Austin and it's... I think they're they're super into the whole hipster thing out there. It's very much like, you know, any of the coastal cities. Like, back then, it was pretty clear-cut. I was just, like, writing stories, because that's what a lot of, like, country, rockabilly-type music is. Um, But as I got older, I got into, like, drugs and shit, and I got on my own. I mean, like, who doesn't do that shit? But, um... You know, I just kind of, like, fell out of doing music. I didn't have time, I didn't have energy, and I wasn't focused enough. And so, after I had, like, a really difficult codependent relationship dissolve, I was, like, 18. Yeah, I was 18. It was right before my 19th birthday. Um, I got back into music, and I started with, like, the same shit I had been doing for the longest And it was, like, not satisfying. So when uh, my mom called and said she was sick and she was going to be bedridden and she needed somebody to, like, live with her for a bit, um, I just kind of, like, went into a hiatus. I moved. I didn't tell anybody. I stopped working with a band I was working with at the time called Ponder. And uh, I just, like, (laughs) fucking took a greyhound and didn't tell, like, my job, didn't tell anybody. I was just, like, "Mm," out. And uh, I moved out here. And I met my boyfriend, my current boyfriend. I met him on Grinder. I told my mom that it was at the cricket store. Because <laughs> we still beat them at the cricket store. Mm-hmm. That's still where we made the good, good yeah. jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it had nothing to do with Grinder. I'm pretty sure she knows it's bullshit. And long story short, my mother is difficult to live with. I didn't know her that well moving in with her because she hadn't been around for real, for real since I was like 11. I'd see her during the summers. And so um, my current roommate, Mary, she was like, you're not going home. You live here now. And she had this other friend that came to live with us for a bit named Josh, and he had a Mac. And that's how I started using GarageBand. That's how I made my first album. It was like 2017, 2018... Um, and so I had put out that first album, I didn't really have anything else left to release, and that's about the time my boyfriend broke his phone. And so, I got that phone. And, uh, when I did, uh, it was an iPhone 6, and I had had a 5, so I couldn't get, like, the newer GarageBand, but when I got the 6, um, I downloaded GarageBand and started working with it. Found out it translates pretty well, and I also found out the iPhone 6 and up, the microphone is pretty good, pretty solid. So that has been what this past year, or maybe more than that, has been. It's all been um, made on my iPhone. You have a lot of songs, like, you've got a pretty full set Mm -hmm. to work with right now. Yeah, I just am not, I'm never satisfied. My mom told me for the longest time that we were trolls. 
like troll doll trolls because she collects them. She has like a hundred. Okay, so she has a hundred trolls and then like a eight lot of bearded troll- dragons. Yeah, and she's a big fan of overkill. She's like, <laughs> um, and that's that's where I get it from too. But um, no, she has all these fucking trolls, and she told me for the longest time we were trolls and we get magic powers, but I don't get my belly button gym until I'm old enough. And, um, you know, I was a gullible, I was a stupid ass kid. Like, I was smart in a lot of respects, but I was a dumb fucking oblivious idiot. Um, <laughs> no, the worst part though was like, I still don't know where we were sending them, but my mom used to take us to the grocery st- store and she would make me go and find the cheese puffs. And she would be like, Sue is a troll friend of mine. She's, she's your aunt and she lives under a bridge. And we're going to mail her the cheese puffs because she can't get them under the bridge. And I have no clue where the fuck we were mailing cheese puffs. Because, like, where where are you? The cheese puffs aren't there. Where is under the bridge? Wait, you saw her mail these? or did she I saw her right? box them up, put the address on them, and take them like, to like the right, post right office several the times. And she, well, she wouldn't put it under the bridge, but I was too young to really, like, know what the fuck she was going on. I mean, like, I, I probably read it, but I probably didn't. You know, because I like I I'm I was dumb, but I wasn't stupid. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I like to. Um, you're wise about the bridge, but not about the fact that you're a troll. <laughs> I was like, the bridge has to have an actual address, um, and that's what she's writing. No, I'm just like, where the fuck are you at? The mail runs, but they don't have cheese puffs at the store. <laughs> like, the deserts, they're real. Yeah, and that's true. That's true. But I was thinking for a while, like. Oh, like, when I was younger, I was like, it's plausible that, like, this is, like, a southern thing. But now I've lived in several places, like, all over the U.S. And I'm like, what the fuck? Definitely Northeastern. So I noticed you have a lot of songs, like, named after girl names. Oh, there was a whole album, actually, that was just named after women I knew. So, actually, it started out kind of biographical. Some of them are kind of along those lines, but most of them were actually about me, like, whining and crying about my boyfriend not wanting me at the time. Um, and I just kind of slapped girls' names onto them. You ain't as easy to keep as I thought you would be But every time that we touch, it's electricity You got me running and running, I'm howling like a dog You got me thinking and thinking about you all day long last week You pulled me into your bed, you said I gotta go to work I said just call in instead You had a good time, can't keep your hands to yourself You got me running home from work like a bad and you know when you know when you know when you know when you know it's been, yeah. And you know when you know when you know when you know when you know it's been. 24 7 baby 24 7 baby 24 7 baby 9 to 5 24 7 baby 24 7 baby 24 7 baby 9 to 5 some of them kind of lined up with things i thought girls i knew needed to hear at the time um not i mean like i'm not one to expect people to drop their entire life and think the world revolves around me every time something happens. But I know quite a few of them actually didn't even listen to the songs. 
And so I had to like force them to, and then they'd be like, oh, this is the shit. Like, and I mean, honest to God, that album sucked ass. It was very bad. I made it on like a 2011 MacBook with old garage band. Oh no, old garage band. And it was bad. <laughs> it is bad. It is very bad. The second or the that is my second album. Girls really into trauma and actually that came from my little brother. He used to call me Grit and I didn't realize that he didn't know how to spell it until it was like his 8th or ninth ber- or birthday. It was 8th or ninth Christmas and he was um putting presents under the tree and he put mine under the tree and it said (laughs) g-r-i-t and i was like (laughs) this shit can't be real and it was uh and he just didn't know how to spell my name and i think it's cute now and i made fun of him for it that's probably why he doesn't like me now he's like 17 he doesn't not like me we just don't talk much that sounds like he's 17 Mm mm-hmm Plus, my parents just got divorced. My dad and my stepmom, who have been together since, like, 99, 98. You mentioned that on that one song, Holly? Yes, you actually. You mentioned that. No, I, I love that song. Um, I wrote that in college. And I had not been talking to my family. My grandma had just died. And I was... I just felt really alone. And I missed my sister because it's hard to talk to the kids when you're not talking to the adults Mm -hmm. and so i would call my grandpa because he was the only one i was talking to and i she was always over there i would just ask to talk to her and i wrote her this song really spoke to like what i wanted to say at the time to her um i really like the one about uh cave girls that just came out and it's that is another one i worked on for a while it's like what i had written was this long like beautiful poetry piece that was about like me finding a cave woman and she's the only person who's ever like loved me because she didn't really have any standards anyway (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> like um by the time i got to the song i was like it's just a pop jam fueled by ecstasy <laughs> yeah it makes you think of like like um a flintstones disco yeah i can get with that like like kind of kind of like islandy like caribbean like very like oh yeah. sorry and those cars <laughs> where you have to use your feet mm-hmm. but sexy mm-hmm. <laughs> how dare this be so simple how dare this be 
Syphilis, you can do anything. I mean, syphilis is pretty survivable. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's <true>. pretty... <laughs> Sweetie. I mean, it's not 1800 anymore. I, w- I mean, if it were 1800, I probably still would have survived it. I just would have gone crazy. But I, like... See, I already think I'm kind of, like, pretty unstable. I wonder what kind of art you would make if you let that syphilis progress, like, 10 years. Oh, my years. God. Like, what would your I garage band that, I feel like, like that's kind of... I mean, like, I know she was deeply abused and her husband was a psycho cunt, but I feel like Zelda Fitzgerald also had to succumb to some bit of syphilitic insanity to get to, like, where she ended up. And I feel like I kind of am her. Like, I identify with her a lot. Um, yeah. So you do a lot of dancing? Oh, I I'm always classically trained, but to say now I do a lot of dancing is sad. Um, <laughs> I put on this really bad wig I made a lot, and I dance in my room to one song by Lizzo over and over again. Phone by Lizzo. Can you sing some of that? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my Where the hell my phone? Huh? How I'm supposed to get home? Uh? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my phone? Where the hell my Where the hell my phone? Uh? How I'm supposed to get home? That's that's your dance process. Yeah. That, that that's your ballet school. Mm-hmm. I get it. No, I get it. I yeah. I um. Oh wait, there's also Tempo by Lizzo, but I'm not a thick bitch. I can't say I'm a thick bitch. I used to be. Yeah, I lost a hundred pounds yourself. after high school. Oh, how'd you do that? Um, cocaine and bulimia. Uh, oh yeah, eating disorders. Isn't it funny, like, whenever, like, my eating disorder comes back, it always comes back when I'm living here again, because I sort of decide not to go to the kitchen and cook, because that means I might get in a fight with family members, and it could, like, you know, just trigger the shit out of me, and I'm like, I'm just not going to eat today, so I don't have to do Mm. that. But then, the great thing about having an eating disorder is you're suffering, but every time you walk into a room, everyone, like, stands up and, like, starts slow clapping, because you're skinnier. Than you were the last time they saw you. And you're just like, girl, you did it. Oh my God. You did it. <laughs> my family used to do that. They used to be like, he's doing such a good job. Oh my God, he's finally not fat. He's so but healthy. Now they're like, oh, are you okay? Like, you need to gain some weight. And that, like, the first time my stepmom did that to me, I was like, okay, Tina, like, okay. Like, but whatever. the back and forth makes eating disorders worse. Yeah, I just stopped giving a shit. When people make your eating a thing no i never i never had like a problem with being too skinny i i have like a problem from a health standpoint i never Mm -hmm. had like a a, like a self-esteem problem i was like gain fucking weight i can gain weight like i know not everybody can but i can gain fucking weight i know i can gain weight i already did it really bad once so um yeah like i'm i'm i have no problems there um i mean i don't have a problem with it until i'm like well, I had a coke addiction too, so like, even if I was eating healthy, I was doing fucking blow. So I was like, I'm good. And it wasn't until about like a year off that I looked back and realized, like, wow, I looked like a crack head when I was a coke addict. But um, like, oh, I also haven't told my mom I'm a coke addict. So mom, if you hear it from this, um. We're just going to block your mom. Hey, mom. I love you. <laughs> Don't listen to me. 
Um, you already don't listen to this type of stuff anyway. <laughs> you probably haven't made it this far in the podcast. So um, I'll put a whole bunch of song clips right up front, and she'll right stop up front. listening. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, she listens to my music once, but she always tells me um, it wasn't my thing. And why did you have to use the f word? Why did you see? That's what I really brought you here to ask you today. Why'd you have to use the f word? Well, it's because um, you know it's a fun word. It's harsh, it's abrasive, uh, like much like my butthole. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. It's because I'm lazy, honestly. I think, Mom, uh, if you hear this, and also Genevieve. Genevieve. Um, yeah, it's because I'm lazy in writing. And that's what my teacher told me in high school. The best teacher I've ever had, Ms. Pike. Um, she told me that when you use cuss words like that, it's probably because you're lazy and you can't think of something as shocking that's not vulgar. And I fully attest to that. Yes, I am incredibly lazy and I hate work, um, which is why I, I continue to quit my jobs. The F-bombs kind of point to a certain, dare I say, ineffable. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> like, like something that we need a bigger word here and we can't find one. Like, you're in a room full of words, and you need, like, the biggest, baddest motherfucking word, and you can't fucking find one, so it's like, I guess I'll just fucking use this, fuck. And, yeah, fuck is looking effervescent tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what was I talking about? There was a track I was on here, and I lost it. Now I'm just driving in the woods. Mm, we were talking about uh, your mom. Well, you stopped. You were talking about buttholes. Something you were you were making a metaphor about buttholes. Oh, my mom listens to. I don't know. For my mom, <laughs> I love you, Peggy. She <laughs> don't call her Peggy. She'll kill you. All right. <laughs> her name is Annette. It's Annette. Annette. I love you, Peggy. Um, I love you, Annette. Hello, Annette. Are you warm on this semi cold? She's always October? warm because she has to keep the house warm for the lizards. Yeah, that's true. You have a bunch of lizards. She has a bunch of lizards. She has a bunch I of had lizards. one lizard and it was really fucking mean, so I gave it back. After I healed it with my witch powers. <laughs> I'm so glad you're a witch. Yeah, thanks. Me too. I really like your song, Eager. Everybody likes that song. That's like, that's my oops, I did it again. Yeah, that song like instantly makes everybody in the room <laughs> horny, I think. Yeah, I like that for you guys. <laughs> I talked to the dude who produced it, actually, for 
five seconds on Instagram. And I was like, I made this really good song. Like I've gotten a lot of really positive feedback and like I get a bunch of positive feedback from my music as is, but like this has gotten like the most positive feedback. Like everybody it's says it's their favorite dropper. song. It's a distinct moment, yeah. especially in your performance. It's art. made so many girls want to fuck me and I'm so gay. Yeah. Like for real, <laughs> like nothing like a dick. Um, Especially when it's attached to a complete and total moron. Like, I like smart men in, like, a grander sense. I like to be with a smart man. But my quick, cheap, easy thrill is always with a dumbass fucking idiot. Anyway, back to the topic. It's like the Eager. opposite of sapiosexual. Yeah, I, it's, well, I mean, okay, what kills me about the people who say they're sec- sapiosexual <laughs> is most of the time I meet their boyfriend and I'm like, are you... He wears glasses, and he has watched a film. He has watched a film. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Toby Tyler, and I have watched a film. Oh, my God. I wear glasses. I have a beard. Yeah, you don't know, like, (laughs) real, like, cinema until you realize that the the movie that should still be winning Oscars every single year is The Babysitter on Netflix with Bella Thorne in it. It's really, really shitty. Um, and I fucking watched it a hundred times. It's so bad. It's so bad. And they, they definitely prepared us for a second part at the end of yeah. it. I'm waiting for it eagerly. Eager. <laughs> eager. Listen, stream my music on, uh, stream eager on SoundCloud. Cause I can't get the rights to it. Cause I told the dude, listen to my music. He was like, I'll check it out. I'll check back in with you in 10 minutes. Give me, give me just a minute. How often do you have sex? I have sex. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, like, it's never consistent. And sometimes it's, like, uh, being in an open relationship is cool just because it's, like, when you're not worried about somebody having sex with somebody else, like, really, what the fuck else are you worried about in a relationship? Yeah, that takes a lot of heat off. It takes a lot of heat off. And, like, you just communicate well and, like, we get tested frequently together, I might add. Like, it's like a, it's a whole experience. Like, we're really just on the same page about the whole thing. I don't know. It, it, it actually came about because, um, like, a, on my birthday, this gross-ass dude, um, also named Brandon, which is what is my boyfriend's name, uh, he messaged me on my birthday, and he was like, your boyfriend tried to fuck me. And, um... I was like, eh. like I kind of gave him leeway before that, but like it was not concise, it was not clear. Well, um, I was like holding on to that for a bit because I'm a dumb bitch who can't let go of anything. Um, and then full circle, dumb bitch who can't let go of anything <laughs> messages the same guy and then has sex with him. And you know the worst part is it uh, about it. The, the word that are the worst part about it is. That, like, I let the shame get to me so bad that I didn't want to bring him in my house. So I literally boned this dude in my backyard in the middle of the night in, like, October. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was... Perfect season for it. I wouldn't, I I can't lie and say it wasn't good that one time. It was just everything else that came with him because he was such an arrogant, pompous ass. And I'm like, like, I know I'm not classically trained. And he was like, um an opera singer so he was uh holier than thou and whatever the fuck and he listened to my music once and he was like mm, a lot of auto-tune he's like it's pop music yeah 
do you know what? And like auto tune doesn't necessarily equal like lack of singing ability. It's me using my ability to produce on top of my ability to sing. Noises live with equipment. Yeah, and And on top of that, I changing your whole voice. Also, too, for the longest, I didn't have like a proper vocal warp. So like you can do this thing where you just like arch your tongue and it brings the like. Yeah. It brings your voice down an entire octave and it makes it sound like a vocal warp. And if you just compress the shit out of that, it just sounds like you're using that, like a vocal transformer. He's mad at audio engineering. Fuck audio engineering. (laughs) Um, I I don't date musicians or bartenders. That's smart. Yeah. Don't do it. Which is, I mean, like, we should, (laughs) musicians probably should date bartenders because they would get the schedule and all but yeah um no we should all date doctors no doctors are (laughs) arrogant assholes doctors are dicks dude i have a lady doctorate student living with me her name is megan she's cool but all the uh like like for instance the doctor who gave me a zyrtec prescription for syphilis douche Total douche. Like, wrote off everything I said the entire time. And I was like, okay, I'm 90% sure this isn't just, like, a mild allergy. And he was like... Yeah, well, they've seen it all. That's, like, what I got... Apparently not syphilis. (laughs) (laughs) I was like... Sweetie. (laughs) Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I I had a weird time at the Franklin Clinic, which is, like, the real cheap place. But Mm -hmm. um, I thought that I had a mega STD um, because I had a slutty year. Who amongst us does not have both a mega STD and a slutty <laughs> year? Like, I would be almost ashamed to say I haven't contracted some form of HPV by now. I actually, my mom, who is almost an anti-vaxxer, she got me vaxxed for HPV just because she, like, saw me. And I wasn't even really sexually active yet, but she was just like, I know she's going to be a hoe. If you haven't gotten updated vaccinations, you should. And this is also for the listeners. You should go to, like, the Mobile Health Department or whatever, like, free clinic they have near you because as part of a means to like stop unnecessary diseases from spreading they will give you like a free vaccination and even if you've already contracted one of the other um strains of hpv because there are like hundreds um you can still be stopped from getting the four or five i think that will lead to cancer because there's only a few of them that lead to that lead to cancer the ones that lead to cancer don't have any physical symptoms. The ones that have physical symptoms won't give you cancer, but you can get a wart on your asshole. And a wart on your asshole will really fuck up your weekend. It will, um, but it will go away. Yeah, they just go away. How long does that take, you think? Um, well, um... Hmm, I'm going to say about, like, like two months naturally. Um, I was going to say, like, five to seven business days. Well, I got, like, um... <laughs> I've had to get now they keep updating the shit too. So you like if you got vaccinated, they might have a new one because I got vaccinated when I had an HPV wart on my butthole. And that is how I know these things. Wow, I've had a lot of STDs. But you're getting tested. That's what's cool. I do get tested, but I I, I actually paid out of pocket and I had just like a really cool doctor friend out in Texas who like took care of me with that but he was like yeah you know i mean like you don't have to worry about anything we can't really cure it but it's just gonna go away on its own and he actually told me to put coconut oil on a cotton swab and Mm. then like a drop of tea tree oil 
and then like you just like change it out like two or three times a day. That makes sense. I've used that for staff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Staff is fun. Uh, when we were taking care of our sick mother who had like stage four cancer, mm-hmm. everyone in the whole house got staff. And it just kept yeah. disappearing and coming back. That'll happen. Yeah, yeah. If there's like any trace of it anywhere. She had like an exposed spine. We had to clean it three times a day. On top of that, staph infection lives in your sinuses. It does. Yeah. Which is why you got to be careful trimming those nose hairs if you're yeah. in that. Um, unless you ate boogers as a kid, actually. Because like you can really? you can gain like a really, really strong immunity I to it. I loved eating boogers as a kid. Maybe that's why I'm better off than some people. I mean, like, I don't think there's anybody, and this might just be me because I have things wrong with me, but I don't think there's anybody who hasn't, like, once every 10 years at least just tried it. Just Well, if you're, if you're on coke. Well, yeah, they're going, like, you, they're just salty. If you're on coke like when and, like, your like, nose is stuffed oh, up. Oh, best like, believe I will pick my nose yeah. and eat that shit it's if like I'm on coke. you do the ratio. How but that's much like, of this is booger, how much of it is coke? Well, right, I mean, it. it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it all. And then, like, I mean, that's just the... Like, you spend so long telling kids not to eat their own boogers just to do a fucking grandma blow in, like, a dirty-ass gay club in the bathroom and then eat your own boogers. And that is mm-hmm. why I'm clean... And, um, you know, I mean, like, you should be clean, too, if you have a problem. Um, but if you don't have a problem, fucking go gung-ho. I don't really give a shit. Um. So it's cool that you're clean now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still drink a lot. I made White Claw. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, 11 years old, dude. Yeah, you're really I'm sorry. Really <laughs> I, I figured you were... How, oh, wait. Here, cover the microphone. If you don't mind my asking, oh, how old I'm, are you? I'm 28. Oh, I... Yeah, okay. I'm like, you, I'm like Taylor Swift age. Yeah, you're not old. Fuck you. You yeah. made it sound like you were going to be like 36 or some shit like that. Well, Only because you worked at the college. And I was like... Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I was in grad school. That's cheating. Guard school. Gird school. Gird school. That's what they used to like human traffic grad um, school. college students. Grad school. Grudge school. <laughs> I don't think I'm going back. I left. Just like you left selling vacuum cleaners. And also college. Yeah. And and uh several of my lovers in Texas. <laughs> they are exes, but I would sleep with them once. Yeah. I mean I don't want them back. Just to go I back mean like to okay. Sarah. I <laughs> I don't want you back, but I'll take you in a pinch. There is one song that is actually not out yet, and I wrote it when I was 18 and uh it started on the tail end of me kicking my ex meth head manipulative codependent boyfriend out and uh it was like right at this cusp moment because i kicked him out right before my birthday and it's like every year on my birthday i meet a gay dude i want to have sex with it's like an omen i don't know what it is about (laughs) it because i met my current boyfriend on my birthday and then andrew who i dated for several months year almost a year it was almost a year it was on and off um no i just miss when andrew was like more put together because he just got into some bad shit man and that's everybody out where i lived growing up in texas this was in my hometown and like i really really fell in love with that kid and i still love him and um i i mean at the time i was dating him it was just him to start and then he got me all confused and shit so like 
I started shopping around, and so when the election rolled around, I had three boyfriends, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> three candidates. It, wait, in the same town? <coughs> in similar towns. Um, they okay. were all centered around the same place, but I was in the middle of nowhere in Texas. Like, you gotta shop around for gays. I would space them out. I like to keep one at every mega. Oh, they were a solid 30 miles between each other. Like, <laughs> it, it, it was like a big triangle. But, um, yeah, as the election rolled around and... The Trump election? Two of, yes, two of them voted for Trump. One of them was this, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it was my sister's boyfriend's uncle, my sister's ex-boyfriend's uncle. His name was Eddie. That was a weird Thanksgiving because I went to his house for Thanksgiving, not knowing my family would be at Thanksgiving because um, they got invited because he was hosting for his family, which my sister's boyfriend was a part of. How small was this town? Um, well, it was New Braunfels. I was in Canyon Lake. And then the third one, who wouldn't say he was my boyfriend, um... But he, uh, he's cool. He's still, like, a good friend. And, um, his name is Colin. He lived in Wimberley, and it's, like, baby Austin. If, like, Austin was exclusively there to be cute. Oh, like Fairhope Austin? Mm, no. Fairhope's kind of, like, we want to be bougie, but we're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um. Fairhope's uh, gonna be underwater, still selling, like, knickknacks to white women. They do that. um but no uh the trump election rolled around colin did not vote for trump but andrew who was hispanic voted for trump because his dad did and then eddie was like an older business owner i don't want to say older even because he was only 40 um he's like 40 paying taxes wants to be right oh yeah i knew why he did it i wasn't stupid speaking directly to his wallet Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't stupid. I knew why he did it. I was like, you just have to be, like, above that. And I kept telling him, like, all this fucked up shit happened, and everything I predicted would happen has happened so far. You're a witch. I am, but now (laughs) I'm, now I'm scared, because I'm like, everything I said was going to happen has happened, except the, the, uh, the dismantling of gay marriage. I figured that would have happened by now, because he only needed one seat to vote for that uh well they made it so that you can't bake gates for them so they're still fucking up they're doing to gay marriage what they're doing to abortion which is where all right we can't actually make this totally outlawed but we can really fuck up your abortion slash gay marriage experience Mm. like let's make it as inhospitable as possible so you might have to go to another county or take another day off of work every time they get one of those little obstacles in our way mm-hmm. of my abortion gay marriage because I'm planning a really big one. <laughs> my abortion <laughs> gay marriage. And Abort the gay great. marriage. <laughs> um, you know, I'm actually, uh, no, this isn't really eloping because it's planned and we're telling everybody, but um, uh, me and Brandon have decided we're going to get married on 4 2024 because it's a palindrome. And. We're going to elope. We're going to go to Taco Bell Chapel in uh, Las Vegas. I've always wanted a Taco Bell wedding. Get mm. fucked up consummation night, though, <laughs> if, if we eat a bunch of Taco Bell. Yeah. Maybe get it fresco. You know, I'm fresco just... Fresco for butt sex? I'm going to do the... I'm <laughs> Fresco for butt sex. Woo, doggy! 
Um, yeah, I'm just gonna buy a bunch of quesaritos, because they keep pretty well. And, uh, oh my god, the beef ones are so good, too. Um, go to Taco Bell. This has been a sponsored ad. No, for real, I feel like sometimes people break through the bottom of the barrel and get into the rest of the world. I believe that. Like, I, like, it's the Patrick Star theory. Like, it's like, sometimes Patrick Star is so off base, so (laughs) dumb that he's right. Yeah. Like when they were stuck in the Krusty Krab for the 117th anniversary and they were stuck in the air docks. And Mr. Krab says, there's only one way out of here, boys. And Patrick, in the back of the line of people, responds, a high school diploma. And I just thought it was transcendent. Like, (laughs) it's so dumb that it's the smartest thing anybody could have said. It's like... There and it's it's horseshoe theory. It's politics. You know, once you get so far to one side, you're just back at the first side you started on. This reminds me of a conversation I had. So I work at a motel overnight, and it's a really shitty motel. Oh my god! And, tell me um, about it. So there was this beautiful, like, must have been like late teens boy, and he comes in, and he's been in a couple times asking for like toilet paper or towels, and he's in this room full of women whose names are like names like like uh sunshine and lily pad and shit and okay, they're like well, i wonder what you're doing pretty women who aren't related to each other and uh but this beautiful boy from that same room because we really pack people into those rooms um he comes in and he asks me randomly at like three in the morning he says who do you think is a better conversationalist god or the devil Oh, definitely Satan. Oh, that's what I argued, because he has, you know, the the rhetoric. Rhetoric is a natural act of manipulation. Yeah, and his whole thing is being charismatic. Like, that's... And God wrote a book, however, a bestseller. So it's like, you know, J.K. Yeah, Rowling but he, versus... like, scared us into it. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was like, if you don't read this book, you're going to die, and then you're going to burn eternally in hell, and you can go fuck yourself. But I ended up kind of blowing his mind, because eventually I started, like, throwing, like, Buddhism proverbs at him. And on top of that, like, <laughs> Satan also had a best-selling book. Maybe he wasn't pinned, but it was his autobiography. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um... What's that fucking Paradise Lost? That was a good one. That was the best one. It's actually more critically acclaimed, dare I say. Yeah, and people read it because they want to, not because they think they're going to fucking die and burn in hell. No, they read it because they want a master's degree. Because they they want to <laughs> masturbate to it. I did in, in high school. It was actually my senior year I had to read that. Mm-hmm. And I had this student teacher named Miss Schaefer, and she wore... So much purple eyeshadow, and I loved her. And so, but let me tell you, so much purple eyeshadow, Miss Schaefer. If you hear this, I know I'm not famous, but you might hear this because this might make me famous because um people yeah, will hear what a dumb fucking bitch I am. This is where it starts. Yeah, I'm ready to be famous. Um, but yeah, so much eyeshadow. Just I hope you're doing well, and I hope you got your dream job, and I hope you're wearing less eyeshadow, Miss Schaefer. Have makeup tutorials now. Uh- she was like lady the youtube exists (laughs) but anyway what i ended up telling this kid was if you meet god kill god if you meet the buddha kill the buddha and what i love about like brilliant little meth head magical minds is um 
they're especially susceptible to thought experiments in the way that yes. people my age are not. So he heard what I said, and this would be gibberish to anyone else. And I was like, if you meet the Buddha, kill the Buddha. And he's like, that's right, because the second you think you got knowledge, you're closing yourself off to new knowledge. <gasps> and I'm like, oh my god, little boy, really meth head deep the future. Though. No, um, it's like, uh, like with hepatitis. Another fun fact: I found out, like, actually, like last month. Um, that at some point when I was a teenager, I contracted hepatitis B and then my body just killed it. It's all those boogers. It's the boogers. It's the Coke boogers. It's the Coke boogers. I kept eating boogers as an adult because of the Coke and, uh, like I shouldn't have stopped Coke because it made me healthier. It's like breastfeeding until eight years old. No, um, (laughs) like HPV and hepatitis both. My body, like created antibodies that killed it and made me like permanently immune so now i can't get hepatitis b i can't get that particular strain out of hundreds of strains of hpv the great thing about stds is like if you just move to a whole new town it's like whole new town whole new group of guys whole new group of germs i didn't learn i i had beaten that like my body had canceled out or like fucking um What's the word? Well, like, did you have strep throat or any kind of thing you need antibiotics for? Because I feel like a when lot I was a of kid, yeah. Shit, like when you're in high school and college, I feel like we end up killing out STDs just because. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got pink eye, and I'm on the. No, some people, some people are actually like really good. Like their bodies are really good about killing STDs and other uh, like strong, generally issueous diseases. Um, and it's just like. Hit or miss, like you never know who it's gonna be who just fucking beats it. Like some people just lived through the plague. Well, and some people are asymptomatic and just like kill their whole family. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, I'm gonna pee. Um, Oliver, you should ask him whatever question you want to ask him. Oh my god, it's Oliver Hour. Let's go for the wig. What do we need to know about this wig? You hyped it up. Oh my god, the fucking wig. Okay, so the other day, my crackhead ass went to. I went to Spirit Halloween, and for $6, I bought a bald cap, and it was too big for my head. I had to cut it a little bit, and uh, in lieu of getting actual hair to put in it, what I did instead was got yarn, really thick yarn. Whoa, okay. Yeah, and I would, like, take it in my left hand, and I would pull it until it was the full length of, like, my arms opened, and then I would cut it on the right end and I would tie a little knot on the left end and I cut a little cross like right on the sides of the bald cap and I kept sticking these long ass pieces of yarn a in there. raggedy man look going on right here. Yeah and then I okay. braided them together on either side so I have these two braids that come down to like my ass and I just okay. dance around in circles in my room and play with the brains. <laughs> you got, no, I got yeah, now. I like, like swing my head around. I do like a full circle, like a fan. I have this like neck problem. I, I should probably go to the doctor for it, but fuck the American health system. Am I right? I'm right. Um. Anyway, Uh. yeah. And like, I don't know. I just, I keep living my best life. I should probably get into actual drag. I'm just such a bad drag queen. On purpose. I, like, like that I'm super shitty. I love that I'm super shitty at it. I'm so bad. I'll get, like, eyeliner and use it as lip liner, but I'll put it, like, an inch above and below my lip. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, just really and then fill it in with, like, a nude lip color. Are you and Kylie then Jenner? I'm, yeah. Um, And then I also will get, like, cream makeup meant for, like, witch 
makeup for Halloween and I'll put it on my eyelids and then put green powder on it and then put like gold glitter. And then I draw eyebrows above my eyebrows just with eyeliner and just do a single line. Is this only for personal use? I mean, is this I mean it should be public. It should be <laughs> it should be available to the public, I think. Yeah, um, her name's Meaty Marlene, and I just get on the internet in this really bad drag, and I talk shit. I have yet to wear the pigtail wig, actually, with the braids. I um, have only worn this really bad Zelda cosplay wig. Um, I, it's like a Link wig, actually, but it's from The Legend of Zelda. Oh, my, Zelda my old roommate <gasps> gave it to Zelda me. Fitzgerald. <laughs> Legend of Zelda oh Fitzgerald. Oh my gosh, we just made your new album. <laughs> I've been thinking about calling the new one, This is the Worst Album Ever. <laughs> do I have to sing for you? Don't they do that normally? Thank you.